Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward, mini episode edition, all about Prince Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein. I know it's been like a week of Royals content. You might be kind of sick of it. I'm kind of getting a little bit sick of it, but this will be the last Royals thing we do for a little bit. And it's mostly just kind of talking shit about Prince Andrew. I'll probably be getting pretty heated. We're going to start by kind of analyzing the 49-minute interview he did where he dug himself into a hole so deep, which, by the way, reminds me, conspiracy episode for another time, the sinkhole that is in China. Very interesting topic. Anyway, it is basically a masterclass in how not to respond when you've been accused of something. So I just kind of went through. I listened to it last night. I worked myself into a rage and then I had trouble falling asleep. We're going to pull out the most bizarre moments of this interview and just kind of analyze them. I'm going to give some of my opinions, teach you what not to do if you're ever accused of something. Um, and then we are going to do a little bit of a creepy visual slideshow. So I've pulled all of these photos of different things relating to Prince Andrew with Ghislaine, Prince Andrew with Jeffrey Epstein, Prince Andrew and Kevin Spacey is there and Harvey Weinstein's there and Donald Trump is there. So I just found a bunch of sick, twisted photos and I'm just going to put them up here if you're watching on YouTube. If you're not, if you're listening, I will describe in such great detail what they look like and then we can just all have a place to look at it because there is a really sick, twisted web of all of these freaks who know each other really well. It's almost like the best way I could describe it in celebrity terms is if you saw a photo of Bill Cosby with Ellen DeGeneres and Army Hammer and Jared Leto at a party, you would be like, what is going on? That's how these photos are to me in terms of the Jeffrey Epstein world of celebrities. So let's dive right in and check out this interview. It is, it's 49 minutes, but I truly am going to link it in both show notes and YouTube description. I suggest you watch it because yes, it's 49 minutes, but it goes by quickly. It is almost a sick form of entertainment because Prince Andrew is just that horrible of an interviewer and it's so fascinating to watch someone I don't even know how to describe it we'll be getting to the different clips but it, it really is fascinating to watch the amount of stuttering the amount of eye contact rapid blinking that he does the number of ums that he says when trying to recount information huge chunks of his life that he says he can't recall and then other days where he goes I certainly wasn't having sex with a minor on this day. I was at home with my family and I remember it. It's just absolutely insane. So three cheers to this interviewer. She did a great job handling herself during this. She was both unemotional, but you could tell how she felt and you just know she was on our side. So let's dive right in to the very first part of this interview. Now, this section right here. All of this goes back to your friendship with Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. How did you first become friends? How did you meet? Well, I met through his girlfriend um, back in 1999. So this is when he's talking about Ghislaine Maxwell as Epstein's girlfriend. And I love how over the years she has been associated, we kind of talked about this on Monday, as so many different people's girlfriends. She has been called allegedly Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend. She's been called Bill Clinton's girlfriend. And she's also been called Prince Andrew's girlfriend. Um, and I thought I had bad taste, right? No, I'm just, that's a bad joke. Okay, the thing here is 
She wasn't anyone's girlfriend. She was an actual trafficker. And it's very funny because this interview with Prince Andrew came out before Ghislaine was convicted of being a trafficker herself. We all know that her trial happened after Epstein's. So in many different parts of this interview, you have Prince Andrew excited to say, oh, no, 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 it wasn't Epstein. He really latches on to the fact that he was friends with Ghislaine Maxwell. Bitch, she's also a trafficker. Like, you're crazy. Now, this next part I want to highlight because of the language he uses in it. Um, and it would be, to some extent, a stretch to say that, that um, uh, as it were, we were close friends. I mean, we were friends because of other people. Um, and I had a lot of opportunity to um, uh, go to the United States. Um, but I didn't have much time with him. I suppose I saw him once or twice a year, perhaps maybe maximum of three times a year. And um, quite often, if I was in the United States and doing things, it, and if he wasn't there, he would say, well, why don't you come and use my houses? So I said, that's very kind. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, now this part here, it's when he says, that's very kind. Thank you very much indeed. If you had an acquaintance and they were outed as a statutory rapist pedophile, don't you think that you would look back on every interaction with them imaginable and you would no longer categorize it as kind, nice, or thank you very much indeed? I just think to myself, any rational human being, and I don't know if we could ever use this, but let's say one of your friends or acquaintances gets outed as a pedophile. If anyone ever asks you what your experience was like with them, you are never supposed to say, well, they seemed really nice, they were great, it was a really kind move. Instead, when you speak about those moments of the past, you're supposed to be saying, at the time, I thought it was kind, now it was probably manipulation. He seemed kind to me, but it's obviously come out that he's not a kind individual, or I thought that he had characteristics of kindness, and with the admissions of the victims, knowing what actually happened, I can say definitively that he's not kind anymore. I just find it so bizarre how Prince Andrew keeps digging his heels into how Jeffrey Epstein was kind. In the Venn diagram of rapists and pedophiles, and characteristics that they both share. I don't think that kindness is in the middle. Anyway, so then we go into a clip here where the interviewer references him being the party prince, Mr. Randy Andy. Because you, you were perceived by the public as being the party prince. Was that something well, you I shared? Well, I think that's um, also um, a bit of a stretch. Um, I don't know why I've, I've, I've um, collected that title because I don't... I, I never have really parted. Um, uh, I was single for quite a long time um, in the early 80s. And in a bizarre turn of events, he says that he wasn't partying much because he was single. In my experience, you party the most when you're single, but to each their own. All right, now this is another clip of an example like I referenced earlier where he latches on to knowing Ghislaine thinking that she's going to be his saving grace. I wasn't friends with Epstein, I was friends with Ghislaine. She's also a trafficker. Here's the clip. He was your guest as well. In 2000, Epstein was a guest at Windsor Castle and at Sandringham. He was brought right into the heart yes, of the but, royal family at your but, invitation. But uh, certainly at my invitation, not at the royal family's invitation, but remember that it was his girlfriend that was the key element in this. 
Now, I love this next part of the interview because the interviewer, you could tell she really did her work and Prince Andrew digs his heels in. And throughout the interview, he's saying that he at most saw Jeffrey Epstein one time a year, one, two, maybe three times a year. And she references all of the times that they have spent together and all of the locations that they've traveled to on the plane together in New York, on his island, in England. So check this out. Just for the record, you've been on his private plane. Yes. You've been to stay on his private island. Yes. You've stayed at his home in Palm Beach. Yes. You've visited Gellin Maxwell's house in Belgravia in London. Yes. So in 2006, in May, an arrest warrant was issued for Epstein for sexual assault of a minor. Yes. In July, he was invited to Windsor Castle to your daughter, Princess Beatrice's 18th birthday. Why would you do that? Because I was asking Ghislaine. But even so, at the time, I don't think I... Um, certainly, I wasn't aware when the invitation was issued what was going on in the United States. And I wasn't aware until, until the media picked up on it, because he never said anything about it. He never discussed no, with you the fact that, it. that an arrest warrant had been issued? No. Now, this is a very interesting thing, too. The, the number of fake-ass excuses that Prince Andrew gives for why he hung out with Jeffrey Epstein after his conviction in 2008 down in Florida, and then obviously the more recent conviction being what happened in New York because these were state cases. So he says that because Jeffrey Epstein was arrested and convicted in the states, he had no idea what was going on. Even though the Internet exists even though we all have the internet on our phones, even though everybody knew what was going on with Jeffrey Epstein, for some reason, I guess those castle walls do not get Wi-Fi, and he had no idea what was going on in the States. That's right, the United States, because we love to keep things so private. So I also find this crazy, too, because Prince Andrew says, basically, he was a plus one. Anytime Jeffrey Epstein was at the palace, it's because he was a plus one of Ghislaine Maxwell. Come on. You know the palace is background checking and approving every single person that comes onto the grounds that interacts with members of the royal family. It's just absolutely insane, these things that he's throwing out. It happened in the States, so I couldn't have known about it. He was a plus one, so I didn't know anything about that. It's just not the way that things work. It's so infuriating. All right, now this next part was really upsetting because basically Prince Andrew says the reason why he saw Jeffrey Epstein in New York after his conviction and stayed with him for four days and had a dinner party with him and a walk in the park with him is because he had to tell Jeffrey Epstein in person that it would not be appropriate for them to be seen together because he was convicted. So let's get into this um, clip and then I'll kind of break it down for you. He was released in July Within months, by December of 2010, you went to stay with him at his New York mansion. Why? Why were you staying with a convicted sex offender? Right. I have always, uh, ever since this has happened, and since this has become, um, as it were, public knowledge that I was there, I've questioned myself as to why did I go, um, what was I doing, and was it the right thing to do? Now, I went there with the sole purpose of saying to him that because he had been convicted, it was n inappropriate for us to be seen together. All right, so it's inappropriate for them to be seen together because he was convicted. This obviously is infuriating for two reasons. One, 
it's inappropriate for us to be seen together. What's most important is appearances, not the fact that children were raped, molested, trafficked, abused. And then he also says, because you were convicted, not because you're an evil piece of shit, not because you're a rapist, not because you're a pedophile, but because you were caught for it and convicted, now it's inappropriate for us to be seen together. And keep in mind, this is Prince Andrew's one interview about this. So either he wasn't media trained whatsoever, or he's just an idiot. Like, I really can't even fathom how bad this interview is. It's, it honestly is kind of delightful. All right, up next, the interviewer asks him, do you regret being friends with Jeffrey Epstein? And he pulls, you know what he does? He does the whole, well, Hitler was a really good painter type of argument. Here it is. No. Do you regret that trip? Yes. Do you regret the whole friendship with Epstein? <laughs> I'm, I... <sighs> Now, I still not, and the reason being is that, that the, the people that I met um, and the opportunities that I was given to learn, um, either by him or because of him, were actually very useful. All right, up next we get into the meat and potatoes of what happened. There's a woman named Virginia Jufre, also goes by Virginia Roberts. Um, she is the one who accused Prince Andrew directly of three different instances of statutory rape and abuse, one in the islands, one in New York, and one over in England. And he categorically denies all of this. One of Epstein's accusers, Virginia Roberts, yeah. has made allegations against you. She says she met you in 2001. She says she dined with you, danced with you at Tramp Nightclub in London. She went on to have sex with you in a house in Belgravia belonging to Gerlen Maxwell, your friend. Your response? I have no recollection of ever meeting this lady. None whatsoever. You don't remember meeting her? No. She says she met you in 2001. She dined with you. She danced with you. You bought her drinks. You were in Tramp nightclub in London and she went on to have sex with you in a house in Belgravia belonging to Gerlaine Maxwell. Didn't happen. Do you remember her? No. I, I, I have no recollection of ever meeting her. Um, I'm almost, in fact, I'm convinced um, that I was never in tramps with her. There are a number of things that are wrong with that story, one of which is that, is that I don't know where the bar is in... in um, tramps. Um, uh, I don't drink. Um, I, I don't think I've ever bought a drink in Tramps uh, whenever I was there. Do you remember dancing at Tramp? No. That couldn't have happened because the date that is being suggested, I was at home with the children. You know that you were at home with the children. Mm. Was it a memorable night? On that particular day that, that, that um, uh, we now understand is the date, which is the 10th of March, uh, I was at home. Uh, I was with the children. I'd taken Beatrice to uh, a Pizza Express in Woking for a party at, a, I suppose, sort of four or five in the afternoon. Um, and then because the Duchess was away, we have a simple rule in the, in the, in the family that, 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 that when one's away, the other one's there. I was on terminal leave at the time um, 
from the, the Royal Navy, so therefore I was at home. Why would you remember that so specifically? Why would you remember a, a Pizza Express birthday and being at home? Because going to Pizza Express in Woking is an unusual thing for me to do. A very unusual thing for me to do. I've never been, I've only been through Woking a couple of times um, and I remember it weirdly distinctly. As soon as somebody reminded me of it, I went, oh yes, I remember that. Now, what makes me the most upset about this is the fact that it is so hard for women to come forward and speak about their abuse and for any type of justice to be found, especially if you don't go to the police after you've been abused or raped and you don't have that you know, evidence with the rape kit. That's why so many people don't speak about this stuff, because even if you have all of the evidence in the world, you're going up against a battle and it's incredibly hard to be believed in the courts and also to get the justice that you deserved. And this is an instance that's so incredibly infuriating because there is a photograph of the three of them together. There's photographic proof. And still, still, they dive into the photo and Prince Andrew says that it could have been manipulated. Okay, check it out here. She provided a photo of yes. the two of you together. Yes. Your arm was around her waist. Yes. You've seen the photo. I've seen the photograph. How do you explain that? I can't. Because I don't, I have no, I, again, I have absolutely no memory of that photograph ever being taken. Do you recognize yourself in oh, the photo? Yeah, it's pretty difficult not to recognize yourself. Your friend suggested that the photo is fake. I think it's uh, from the investigations that we've done, you can't prove whether or not that photograph is uh, faked or not because it is a photograph of a photograph of a photograph. So it's very difficult to be able to, to, um, to, to prove it. He also said that he didn't sweat at the time and he doesn't sweat. So her story about how he was sweating all over her dancing at the club couldn't have been true. That's just like absolutely insane. It really boggles the mind that even when women who are victims of abuse have proof, aka this photo, or you have to think, thank God Monica Lewinsky had that dress, because these men, and we're going to get into Clinton later, will just absolutely die on the hill of looking a camera straight into its face and saying blatantly, I never did anything sexual, when something sexual absolutely 100% existed. Now we get into the part here another one of his bullshit excuses where he basically says that couldn't have been me in the photo because I don't have photos of me doing public displays of affection. No PDA. If I, as a member of the royal family, and I have a photograph taken and I take very, very few photographs, I am not one to, um, as it were, hug and um, public displays of affection are not something that, that I do. So I did about 30 seconds of digging on this, and I just want to highlight up here on YouTube some of the photos of Prince Andrew doing PDA. Okay, one more time. Public displays of affection are not something that, that I do. Now, this is something that also really gets my goat. He goes on this bizarre existential rant about how the act of having sex as a man, like I cannot believe he even said this. He says, the act of having sex as a man is a positive act 
right? I guess that act of penetrating something is like a positive forward motion. If Isaac Newton was a little bit more perverted, maybe he would have said the same thing. So he says that it's hard to forget having sex with someone because it's such a positive action. If you're a man, it is a positive act to have sex with somebody. You have to have to take some sort of positive action. And so therefore, if you try to forget, it's very difficult to try and forget positive action. So yes, that's what Prince Andrew says. You know, it's hard to forget having sex because it's a positive action. So you always remember that positive action. You know what I think you remember even more than a positive interaction? being statutory raped. And sorry to be so blunt, but it's just like, you know what's more powerful than a positive action? Probably one of the most negative actions that you could ever experience in your life. So this idea that he's using of this rock, paper, scissors logic to say, my experience of sticking my dick in something is definitely a more impactful memory than being statutorily raped by the Prince of England at age 17. <laughs> it's absolutely insane, absolutely insane. And then what's really wild is that when this interview ends, the interviewer signs off. And I maybe you have to do this with royals. And you can tell that she's kind of seething throughout the entire interview. She signs off and she says, I'm truly grateful for the opportunity that you've given me to, um, to be able to um, discuss this with you. Your Royal Highness, thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Your Royal Highness. And the fact that you have to look this squirmy little weasel in the eye and say your royal highness after he just did the worst interview of all time for 15 minutes it's just like shame 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 on the entire family okay now we're gonna get into the weird photographic journey of things just because you have to see it to believe it and a lot of these photos you really just can't believe with your own eyes that they actually exist so let's start the magical mystery tour with a photograph of prince andrew with jeffrey epstein at an event that you might not think he was at we all know the iconic photo or maybe i'm just kind of generalizing and you guys actually have healthy social lives and you haven't seen this photo but the photograph of donald trump melania jeffrey epstein and Ghislaine. I'm putting it up right here. Guess who else was also at that party? Randy Andy. So Prince Andrew was also at this event. Here's another photo where you see Jeffrey Epstein lurking in the corner like the demon he is. He really reminds me of the monster Randall from Monsters Inc. That like little purple lizard who could like camouflage into the background. To me that's Jeffrey Epstein. And then there's also Lady Ghislaine poking her head out and she's Lady Randall, okay? They're both like the little, and I'm not, I didn't even try to do the whole lizard conspiracy theory thing, but they're both Randall, okay? So here's another photo of them together at that party. Now, we are going to get into all of the photos of Jeffrey Epstein and Prince Andrew, and then we'll go into some of the other characters there. So, so here is Prince Andrew, Ghislaine Maxwell, and Jeffrey Epstein pictured at the Royal Ascot in June of 2000. We also have, obviously, the photo that he thinks could have been faked of Virginia, Andrew, and Ghislaine, the night of the assault. The picture that they keep referencing of when, of when Andrew went to Epstein's place and said that they couldn't be seen together anymore because he was convicted. This is the walk in Central Park that they took. 
And then there are other photos of Epstein related to the royals that we're going to get into, um, but Prince Andrew isn't featured in them, but he was at the events where they happened. Now, real quick, you might be wondering what ended up happening with Virginia and Prince Andrew. He ended up settling, and this surprised a lot of people. I think it's also surprising, but not surprising, because... If we saw anything from his 49-minute interview, I mean, it, w it would have been a delight for him to have to testify and just dig an even deeper grave. But they did end up settling, and this was very controversial, of course, for many different reasons, but for one being who paid the money for the settlement. So the exact size of the settlement isn't disclosed, but it's estimated to be around $16.3 million, 12 million pounds. Which, by the way, has the pound really gone down that much? I didn't think, I didn't think it was that dramatic. But now there's also a lot of people basically saying like, there's no way Prince Andrew is just forking over that much money. Allegedly, the Queen Elizabeth contributed 2.7 million dollars to his settlement. That's what people are reporting on and saying. And then they're also wondering, is this coming from taxpayer money? Like, where is all of this money coming from to pay off the settlement for your? sexual assault case. So a good portion of the money went to Virginia herself and then the rest went to her victim support charity. And I was watching a 60 Minutes Australia piece on this, which by the way, 60 Minutes Australia, they cover everything I've ever been interested in. Whoever picks the topics over there is absolutely crushing it. They do Epstein, they do the Malaysian Flight 370, which I just did an episode with X Knows All about, and they did an entire piece about that. They are working celebrity gossip, but also conspiracy angles. I love you, 60 Minutes Australia, thank you. So they did this long piece as well, and basically Virginia's lawyer, said that as part of the settlement agreement, not only did Prince Andrew have to pay the money that was owed, but he also had to make a statement saying certain things, and that was part of the settlement. So this is Prince Andrew's statement. He said that he, quote, regrets his association with Epstein and commends the bravery of Miss Jufre and other survivors in standing up for themselves and others. It was something that he didn't say at all in the 49-minute interview. He didn't say anything at all about the victims or wanting to lend them support and condolences, nothing. So I think that that's really good for you, Virginia, for saying in the settlement, you also have to say, I'm a clown bitch and apologize. Okay, now I want to show you the most cursed photo of all time. This is Jeffrey Epstein, Harvey Weinstein, and Ghislaine Maxwell at a party that Prince Andrew was throwing and it was his 18th daughter's birthday celebration for Princess Beatrice at Windsor Castle in 2006. I, it's really not lost on me the fact that these Cretans were all at a birthday party where someone was freshly turning 18. The whole thing is wild. The costumes that they're wearing, if you're not watching on YouTube, they're all dressed up for a costume party. Jeffrey Epstein is dressed as like a Navy SEAL and Ghislaine's got this like uh, theatrical type of mask on and it's just so sick and twisted. And then you see, I'll pop up this photo here, Prince Andrew and Fergie and their daughters and like, is it just me or the older I get, does 18 just look younger and younger? Like these are actual children. So pretty crazy. Um, the next photo too, I hadn't really seen this until I started digging in. Have you ever seen Ghislaine Maxwell in a wig? Now you can, because this is a photo of Prince Andrew and Ghislaine Maxwell partying. 
Ghislaine's wearing a blonde wig. She's got her arm around his shoulders, and they were at Heidi Klum's Hookers and Pimps-themed Halloween party in October 2000. Which is crazy, because I thought that Prince Andrew didn't party, but... <laughs> Apparently, there's a lot of photos where he does. Okay, now we get into the cast and characters of different folks who are kind of related to the royals, either through Epstein or through Ghislaine. This is a photo of Ghislaine Maxwell and Kevin Spacey um, on Queen and Prince Philip's thrones during a private Buckingham Palace tour that was organized by none other than Prince Andrew. So this happened in 2002, and it's really interesting because remember how I said... Prince Andrew kept globbing on by saying, I wasn't friends with Epstein, I was friends with Ghislaine. Well, Kevin Spacey is now globbing on and saying, I'm not friends with Ghislaine or Jeffrey Epstein, I was friends with Bill Clinton, which once again, not the most virtuous person to be friends with. But this photo is really interesting because at the time, when people saw it, they just went, oh, it's a funny photo of them on the throne. And now that both Ghislaine and Kevin have been outed as being sexual abusers, this photo just, it has a completely different air to it because they're sitting on the throne and it's like two privileged elite fucks laughing in your face about how much they can get away with because they're so privileged. It's um, absolutely wild. So apparently Epstein was on that palace tour where we see the photo of Spacey and Maxwell, but obviously you know he wasn't in the photo, but they do say that he was in the palace at the time, which is just pretty wild um so yeah like I said Kevin Spacey tried to say basically like I wasn't friends with Epstein I was there because I was friends with Clinton here's a bunch of photos of Kevin Spacey with Bill Clinton you already know how I feel about the Clintons if we want to talk about Prince Andrew categorically denying <laughs> that anything happened with Virginia I can't help but be reminded of Bill Clinton saying that he did not have sexual relations with that woman and for a special bonus let me add this part here of when Hillary Clinton was asked about the Lewinsky scandal before it came out that it was true and you know Hillary Clinton knows everything that Bill Clinton is doing and she instead of saying yeah it happened and my apologies to this young intern who had my husband's dick in her mouth because how do you say no to the most powerful person in the world when you're an intern instead hillary clinton said that the lewinsky rumor was part of a vast right-wing conspiracy check out this clip the great story here for anybody willing to find it and write about it and explain it is this vast right-wing conspiracy that has been conspiring against my husband since the day he announced for president. Okay, okay, and it turned out to be true. This is what I mean where I just get so upset because conspiracy theorists, and not all of them, because some of them are crazy, but they never get their roses. Like, Hillary Clinton, did you apologize for basically gaslighting everyone into saying that the Lewinsky situation was a vast right-wing conspiracy? And actually, no, it was your husband, you know, throat-fucking an intern. Not to, get, not to get graphic with it, but that's what happened, okay? Anyway, talk about conspiracy theorists not getting their roses. This is the last photo I wanna end on. This is Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell at a log cabin. I posted this photo right when it came out and a lot of people were doing internet detective work and saying this looks a lot like the Queen's cabin and I remember posting this photo on Instagram alleging that and everybody said Shannon you're a crazy conspiracy theorist and you are also right wing. I don't know how that always gets looped into it but whatever. 
and it is now confirmed. So first of all, should I go back and like ask everyone to apologize to me? Probably not, because you know I've got shit to do. I've got this video to edit, but it is now confirmed that Epstein and Maxwell at this cabin are at the Queen's Log Cabin in a place called Balmoral, Glenbeg, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And it was taken in the late summer or early autumn of 1999. There's a woman who reportedly attended that weekend with them and said that yes, Prince Andrew gave them access to it and they were staying overnight. So many different relations between Epstein, Ghislaine, and the royal palace. You would think that it's a hard place to get into, but apparently if you give a 17-year-old to Prince Andrew, you can come on and off like it's a public playground. So that is just a little bit about the Prince Andrew situation. For what it's worth, I think it's absolutely insane that there are people that we kind of retroactively go back in history and like cancel for their wrongdoings. Don't get me started. I'm not saying that we shouldn't or we should be canceled. I'm just saying that's a thing that happens, right? Christopher Columbus, even Mother Teresa, people go back in time and they're like, actually, historical documents say they were like raping and being awful and like we shouldn't speak about them well anymore. Okay, right? If they've done things that are bad, you shouldn't be celebrating them. And here we have such proof in real time that Prince Andrew is a liar. He has hung out with all of these people. He can't get his story straight. I mean, without a doubt in my heart, I know what happened to Virginia was true. And instead of the retroactive situation, he's just kind of out and people are making memes about him and joking about how he's the pedo prince. Why, what does it take for someone to get thrown, thrown out? What does it take for someone to go to jail? You know what I mean? Like, at this point, it really just is so staggering. And for what it's worth, I mentioned this in the Monday episode, but the man who heckled Prince Andrew was charged, and then he ended up being released. It was a 22-year-old who called him a sick old man. During the procession of the Queen's funeral, he was attacked by two men in their 30s. They were charged and arrested with assault. But the fact that the heckler has been charged and Prince Andrew has not just tells you everything you need to know about this world. It's absolutely wild. So stay tuned. I'm going to be working on a blog post of things that you can do for this because I always think you really want to turn outrage into action. You know, me tossing and turning at night in my bed isn't going to do anything. But if there's some sort of template we can send out or email or anything that can be done because it's really just not fair what's happening with Prince Andrew. I hate this motherfucker. And I'm also mad that Harry only put one sentence about Prince Andrew in his memoir. You're really going to air out dirty family secrets and not talk about the pedophile prince. Absolutely wild. So let me know what you think about all of this. And if you've seen these photos before, I'm curious like how well spread they are on the internet. So thank you for listening. And I will see you on Monday for an hour long episode of Fluently Forward. Bye guys.